You know, Jason, what a sports show, correct? It's sports time on the sports zone. Yes, but <laughs> every now and then we we have some other interests. Well, yeah, I blow things up. Yeah. Well, yeah. The fireworks. Come fireworks. on. Fireworks. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, the, you it, have the history bros. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I like to write. Uh, I like uh, history as well. Yeah. I I teach sometimes. Yeah, I heard that. And, and coach even less. But um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, I think sports sometimes does have a connection with, with other things. Today's show is a little different. Today's we're, show is a little different. We are going to talk about sports. No, right. no question about it. You know, right. Um, we, we got some exciting news out of the state wrestling tournament. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, we got we still have a girls basketball and a boys basketball team alive. And mm-hmm. but um, we're going to talk to um, a guy named Jared Rude. Yep, I've heard of him. Um, relation. Uh, uh, a little you bit. You know, a lot of times you know how they go. No relation. No, this one's a relation. Yeah. It, it's your brother. Well, let's just say that Jared's known me his entire life. Yes, yes. And you've <laughs> known him for most of your most life. Most of it. Because you're the older one. And, See, I, yeah. I figured that out. I'm, I'm getting smarter. <laughs> so, um, oh, we're going to, you know, Jared had, well, you know, I mean, but I'll yeah. tell our listeners. Yeah, right, right. You know, Jared had, you know, um, a heck of an accident mm-hmm. on December 7th, 2019. Indeed. And uh, I was uh, right here in the studio when, know, uh, when it happened. And has made it uh, all the way back, pretty yeah. much. So uh, we're going to bring him in. Yeah, darn um, right we are. And uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit. And, and, and again, uh, I think what you'll find, uh, you know, I mean, there is a little p- part that sports plays in this. Uh, there's a lot of part that sports yeah. plays in this. It's just not, it, it, it's not slapping you across the right, face right, of sports. Right, right, So we should probably, uh, you know, talk to our sponsors, let yeah. them, you know, and, uh, but then when we come back, we are going to have um, the good-looking Rude, Jared Rude, on the show. Back in the sports zone right after this. Sports Zone here tonight on 95.1 The Bull. Rudy and Bob on the air with you. And uh, our first guest here, Bob, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm kind of excited. I'm excited because I think the story's interesting. I'm not excited because of who it is. He's, I mean, I've had to put up with him for almost all of my life. And I've taught him a lot of lessons, and he didn't learn. I tried. No, 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 no. I think he was the good Rude, is what I've heard. He he was the good, the good one. <laughs> My brother Jared joins us uh, here on the Sports Zone uh, to talk about his experience. Right. Um, and he's had he's, he's had an experience. Yes. <laughs> Jared, welcome. Good to have you on, buddy. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll let we'll let you put up with us for a, a little bit. Uh, and you can only have limited amounts of talking back to me. You can do because I can turn your microphone off. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, I can't help you on that because I don't really know how this thing works. <laughs> I just talk, you know. Right, so, I got it. so, um, well, 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 let's 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 tell the story a little bit, okay? Okay. So the story goes December seventh, right, Jared? December seventh, twenty nineteen. Not that he remembers, but uh, <laughs> no, he does. But um, look, tell us what what were you doing, like? I mean, let me ask this. Well, go ahead. Tell us. What were you doing? Okay. So December 7th, 2019 um, is the first day of 36 days. I have zero memory. I don't remember anything about it. I can tell you what happened, but I literally can't tell you anything about it. I remember some um, from the day before, but um, there's half of that day before I don't remember. And I don't remember anything after that for 36 days. Wow. So basically... You can go ahead, Jason. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so basically, the way I understand it, you well, so you were building a shed uh, at Correct. your at your acreage outside of Decora, and it was getting close to being done. Cement obviously was poured, walls were up, ceiling was on, um, and basically you wanted to insulate the the uh, the ceiling so that it would. Whoa, whoa, what were you doing? You're shaking your head at me. I, we could. Yeah. yeah what? <laughs> so um, basically. The, the roof was on and the walls are on, but we were putting the ceiling on. So, well, right. Yeah, but, uh, but that was so you could insulate it. Yep. So we were putting the ceiling on and then so we could insulate above it. So that's what we were doing. We started at the back and we're working towards the doors, putting the ceilings on the 
uh, on the ceiling of sure. the shack. So you're putting that stuff up. Oh, go ahead, Bob. No, no, I just no. I what I remember um, was I couldn't get a hold of Jason that day. Uh, okay, so it, it, and the reason I bring that up is it, it was. Uh, Conference football it was championship, championship day for Big Ten. Big Ten, a whole bunch of conferences. Jason and I, because we're going to keep it. See, we're throwing the sports in right, right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I mean, we usually are texting back and forth, and I'm going, you know, what a jerk. He won't text me back. It's kind of like <laughs> texting Fenske when you won't get a text back. Yeah, when I had COVID. Yeah, right. Well, uh, okay. whatever. But anyway, yeah, so uh, basically from what I understand, Jared, you were up on a scaffolding with another guy, and uh, somehow one end of it kind of dislodged from where it was, correct? Right. Actually, there was uh, three of us up there. Me and two other people were standing on top of the scaffolding, and I ended up falling off the scaffolding. Why? We don't know, and nobody knows because nobody actually saw me fall. They saw me laying on the ground, but they didn't actually see it, so we're not exactly sure on how it happened sure so at that point then you uh you hit the ground fell about eight feet give or take um uh, my, my feet were about six feet off the ground my head was about 11 feet off the ground okay, okay oh wow wow um so yeah so rotated down end up landing on your head fell into a trench drain actually and then uh from there um you know de- our dad was with you um and dad is a retired state well we should tell if people don't know you're you're a state trooper Correct. And, and we're beforehand, yes. And and Dad was beforehand, um, out of the So, I mean, kind of a neat story that way anyway. But so anyway, um, Dad kind of took control of the scene right then and there, called 911, gets everybody coming. Um, there was an amazing response from the Winnishik Medical Center ambulance. And then the other, the, the other thing that was really lucky is that um, you know, Decor has got a, a helicopter stationed in, in town. You live up there. And it's what a mile from your house, two miles from your house. Yeah, so it's a mile from my house, and I got extraordinarily lucky that Dad was out there because he knew what to do the second it happened. He right. knew immediately something was right, and so we got so many great resources coming to our house immediately after the accident. And so, you and had- I've I've met Greg Rude, mm-hmm. and I can see him taking control of the situation. Right. You know, I I, I mean I. I uh, you guys have a, a pretty special dad. Oh, uh, you know, no doubt. So, um, and then after, at, did you go to the Decorah Hospital or did you go right to the helicopter? Let me, Jason, you want to, I'll explain it. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 you go ahead. All right. So basically, what happens is when dad calls 911, immediately um, the uh, ambulance was dispatched to our house, but also the fire department was dispatched to our house. Um, Deputies were came in route, and the police department came around. And like Jason said, um, there is a medical helicopter that is right in Decorah. They heard the page, and they started pushing their helicopter out of their hangar when they wow. heard it. Well, and, and, and as soon yeah. as the ambulance was en route to us, the, one of the uh, two of the uh, paramedics who were running the ambulance are actually on the helicopter as well. And so they immediately requested the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And so the helicopter was route before the ambulance even showed up at her house. Yeah, um, well, so- it, it, it was starting to get, it takes some time to get it in the air, but yes, yeah. the process had begun. Yep. And so basically, I mean, there's a lot of technical stuff that, that we could do if this was yeah. an EMS convention, but <laughs> basically the, the answer to, to, to what happened next is this, all of the resources got there. Uh, the, the really, really good care, really good, good management of the situation was done immediately. And Jared was loaded into the helicopter and went straight to La, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Okay, that's right. That was, and the, one thing I always like to say is from the time of my accident to my arrival at the ER up in La Crosse, I didn't go to the Decor Hospital, I went to um, Gunderson La Crosse or Gunderson Lutheran La Crosse, and I was there within 45 minutes. Of wow. My yeah. So, I mean, the, the line we've always used is for everything that went wrong in the moment that he fell, right. everything that happened after that could not have gone better. And call it luck, call it skill, call it a whole bunch of everything, right place, right time, right people, the whole thing. Um, things fell into place, and, and uh, a lot of good work was done in the pre-hospital setting. Uh, and then in lacrosse, it took, gosh, it took you five days to finally follow some uh, commands. 
Yeah, I was in a coma for, uh, I think, for like five and a half days. Yep. And people were like, well, did he move? Oh, God. He fought us. Like, he was fighting <laughs> it the whole way. Like, right. it, arms, like, he was trying to pull tubes out all the time, even when... So it's not like he just laid there and nothing happened. His brain was working, when, and he did not like the tubes. And so, I mean, he tried to pull his breathing tube out. He tried to pull the feeding tube out. And, I mean, that that went on for a long time. But well, he wouldn't do things. on. So he'd move. But, like, if you said, hey, give us a thumbs up. Hey, give me give me a you know, lift two fingers. He, he wouldn't do that on command. Right. And those are and, and Jared doesn't know this part. I know this. And my parents and my, my family, anybody who's been through a, a, a TBI knows this. Those are the hardest moments when all you want is to see something come out of that, and you 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 ha- you ask for that, and it won't happen. It's 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 hard, and, and it's also the biggest moments when it finally does. So so, okay, I've never met Jared. He hasn't pulled me over yet. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and I, I'm gonna put the yeah because I'm a t- you know terrible driver. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> but uh, here. He, I remember how I found out. Okay. Um, so I called Jason. Uh, I'm covering a game or something, and I want to find out what the Big Ten championship game score is. Mm-hmm. And I could tell immediately something wasn't right. And um, But, <laughs> Jared, you'll like this. Before he told me what happened to you, he told me the score of the Big Ten championship game. <laughs> so, you know. It, it did happen to be on in the, the waiting room um, outside of the, the so, ICU so, floor. So, I'm like, I, I, you know, I can't remember even who, you know, the score or anything. And, and I go, is everything okay? Well, not really. <laughs> you know? so, so, you know, and, and for me, um, as a – T- as not a mood. You're right. Yeah. Thank God. Um, oh, no, oh. I <laughs> I remember that at Christmas time, Bob. <laughs> so, you know, I I had um, earlier that year I had met your parents. Um, yeah. We had went to the Decor um, New Hampton football scrimmage, mm-hmm. and they were out to eat somewhere, and we went and joined them. Good times, girl. Yes, and I seriously. <laughs> laughed it took us like two hours to eat because your dad's telling me some stories your mom is telling some stories um i'm getting some jason jared uh fighting (laughs) stories and i mean i I, okay guys i need to eat so um (laughs) but what one of the things i wanted to ask you about and i know you probably you don't remember it because it's 36 days that you're not with us awake and well, he's awake, but he doesn't remember it. Right, like, right. Yeah, I have no memory. But um, a couple weeks after your accident, New Hampton played up at the court. Mm, mm-hmm. And um, it was the day that Jared transferred to Chicago. It, I, I do remember that. And I remember uh, getting the call from, from uh, Joel Rochford. Yeah, yeah. And he had. Uh, Hey, what do you think about this? And and Adam and then I talked to Adam Riley mm-hmm. and and that was one of the coolest experiences as a reporter that I've ever had to watch two communities that, you know, let's face it, we want to beat you and I'm guessing the coil likes beating New Hampton. Yeah. But yep. coming together and I mean I remember giving uh, Jonathan Carlson a little bit of grief that he didn't let New Hampton score a few yeah. more points. But <laughs> but when you look back and you you know the story, right, how much they raised. and I mean, that was amazing. That happened in like three days. Not even, 24 hours. Yeah. One day. What, what do came you, up on a Thursday. The game was on Friday. What, what does that mean to you, Jared? I mean. Yeah, so um, the thing – that now obviously I wasn't awake at the time, so unfortunately I wasn't able to experience live. Right. But the one main thing that I have learned through this whole process is when you hurt yourself in a ma- major way like I do, you have to be so proud of how people and agencies and communities and organizations are willing to treat you. And what they are willing to do to raise money. And they're able to do it so quickly. And they want to do it. And that was a the thing. They want to do it. 
Decora wanted to do it. New Hampton wanted to do it. Right. And it wasn't and I, I shouldn't just give credit to Decora and New Hampton because there were lots of agencies. There was lots of states. There were people from different countries who did stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that is the main thing that I would like to focus on and not forget is during my terrible time, there were people all over the world that were doing their best work and really trying their best to support me. Yeah, without a doubt. And we saw that too. And, and you know, that's the thing is, Okay, obviously you get through day five and, uh, you know, you're, you're as you're dealing with him, okay, is he going to wake up? Is he going to start, you know, following commands? Right. You know, your focus is just on that. But as he starts to respond, you start to see some of the stuff. And, I mean, so he, he that Thursday, f- day five, we got some response. The next day he was actually talking to us. Didn't make a lick of sense what <laughs> he was talking to us. Well, <laughs> but, but after that you start to see the, the world that's outside right. of you. And so when you see that happen, it's like you got to be kidding me. And, right. of course, my parents were in lacrosse with him. I was coming back and working and I'd go up like once a week, basically. Right. Yeah. And, and so you, yeah, I, I, I can just echo what Jared said. It's amazing what you see out of that. So uh, one of my favorite videos, uh, I think your wife put it up, was when you were in Chicago. Sure. And, and I mean, that, how long were you in? Take us through that, that a little bit, Jared. How long? Well, were, I'll tell you what. Before we do that, we're at about 14 minutes. Let's take a quick break. Right. Okay. And then I'd like to talk to Jared about that process because this is where I think the sports side comes in because he's an athlete. Right. And I think that the whole process from Chicago on, as he starts to get his memory, as he starts to remember Giordano's pizza, trust me, he likes that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be back, and we'll keep, go, keep going with Jared. You good with that, Jared? Yep. Cool. Back after this on the Sports Zone. We'll continue our conversation with Jared Rood about his experience uh, coming back from uh, one heck of a head injury, uh, a TBI, traumatic brain injury. And, Bob, I kind of cut you off there. You wanted to talk about Jared's experience basically coming from Chicago, the rehab facility, coming forward. And I kind of want to talk about that, too, with him. So so how long were you in Chicago? So I was in Chicago for seven weeks. I was in across for two weeks in Chicago. Now, let me rephrase that again. I was in the hospital of Chicago for seven weeks. I went to rehab, and that's another story, for about uh, two more months. But I was in the hospital in Chicago for seven weeks. So inpatient and then outpatient okay. later on is what it was. Um, you, you, you were an athlete in high school? Yes, I was. Okay, what did you play, can I ask? Yep, I played football, basketball, and tennis. Okay. Oh, that's a different combination. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Hey, he was uh, fourth in the state in doubles. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I don't want to play you. As, no, he'll smoke yeah, you. I made it to the state tournament uh, my junior and senior year. Okay. So let me ask you this. As an athlete, did that help you in the recovery process? Yeah, um, absolutely. And it wasn't because I was in great shape or something like that. Um, and was I the best athlete that the court had ever seen? Absolutely not. But I was the kind of person who put in 100% effort right. the entire time. And so I always was putting in 100% effort um, the entire season. And I, and I got comments from coaches and other teammates, and they enjoyed being around me because they knew they could count on me to put in 100% effort. Um, so – how did that help me in my injury? So I knew what it was like to give 100% effort, and that's something you got to do. Um, one thing you really learn real early with a brain injury is it's not going to be like a broken bone where you can hopefully help. It's going to heal in you know, two weeks, maybe two months. Right. Something. It's going to take a lot of time. And the best thing you can do is realize it's going to take a lot of time and give 100% effort the entire time. And you have to understand that – you're giving 100 percent effort, but you might not have the response you're hoping to have. But what you got to do is you give that huge effort every time, and then it just continually increases. So this time you do an effort, and you're at you know at this level, and then the same the same issue that you're doing tomorrow, you give 100 percent effort, and you can get up just a little bit higher. So you give it that huge effort every time, and you're going to increase what you can do as time goes along. Did, did- did you get frustrated at times? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, there were some, especially some speech stuff um, that when you're hoping, oh, man, I can talk normal, and then you mess up words and stuff, that can be frustrating. Right, right. And so you just got to deal with that frustration. 
And and Jason, I got to ask you um, because I remember um, the video. The, the video I was going to bring up in the last segment is is you um, walking. Mm-hmm. And I mean, dude, I'm not kidding you. I, I damn near cried, you know, I mean. Yeah, so you were still in the harness. You yeah. still weren't remembering, but they had you up, and and you were walking. And that was the first time I had seen you walking. Like, I didn't know that you were doing that at that point. And, yeah. You know, and but but as a as a brother, an older brother, correct? Yeah. 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 So <laughs> Better looking, too, right? Uh, yeah, right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the better looking. Uh, hey, maybe we'll put something up on the social media sites. We don't need comparison <laughs> pictures. <Bob. laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, go ahead. A, as a brother, mm-hmm. um, what what's going? I mean, it's just you and Jared, right? Yeah. You know, we have no first cousins either. Okay, so, so it's literally just the two of us. So, what's going through your head during the recovery process? So, going back even earlier than that, like I felt like. You know, you don't know what they what early on. You don't know what they're they're comprehending. So right. like, I didn't know if he could hear. And of course, whether or not he could hear something or not when he was in in lacrosse, I don't know. Uh, he obviously, doesn't remember anything I said. <laughs> but I well, mean, he doesn't remember anything anybody said. Yeah, so yeah. this one is. A- so I mean, my first thing was okay. What can I provide that's normal? Mm-hmm. You know, what can I do? Well, I'll try to provide normalcy. So in those first few days, the first time I saw him was tough, and after yeah. that, it's like okay, I'm going to give him a sports update. I'm going to talk about what's going on in sports sports who's won who's lost what's going on because i know he'd appreciate that right and that's all i can think of and, and again mission 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 that's just kind of how right. our family kind of is wired so then like the next thing for me I, I like i said i came back and i was in new Hampshire for the most part and dad went to chicago and and your wife amanda jared's wife amanda went to chicago and kind of traded back back and forth oh. so there was always somebody out there with him and uh or and even before that when he was in lacrosse I would always call once early on two, three times a day. Right. Later on, once a day, I'd talk to somebody. Hey, it, and my line that we got to the point when we could start to kind of be a little bit jovial about stuff, I'd always say, what new tricks did you learn today? <laughs> <laughs> and so, 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 <laughs> so, I mean, for me, it was just concern. And then, you know, my, my thing is I wanted to get in there. I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be able to provide that support. I wanted to be able to give my, my dad or his wife a break, right. you know, and I wanted to be able to, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we've been close. Well, I think we're closer after this, than, right. you know, um, but sometimes, you know, if he's going to get attitudinal, sometimes seeing your brother kind of say, oh, Jesus, come on, kid, right. that might be enough to piss him off. Now, it turns <laughs> out he had enough drive on his own. Right, right. But, <laughs> yeah. So how, what's the age difference between you two? Three years, three months. Okay. Three and a half years, yep. Okay, so... Um, when you were growing up, did he pick on you? I gotta ask you this. You know, I got, uh, you know, uh, did you pick on him? Uh, both. The, the answer would be yes to both. Uh, <laughs> yes, we both picked on each other. I, I, I always liked. I, I remember one year it was your birthday, and he posted a picture of you in um, some pajamas. <laughs> And no, uh, <laughs> no, it was grand, oh, my, our grandpa. Oh, it okay. was his his overalls, the crazy oh, ones. Oh, yeah, it was the Christmas one. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. Oh, See, I, he's got his memory. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Okay, yes. you have two. You have two children, right? I do. Okay, and how old were they at the time? Uh, they would have been four and five at the time oh, of the accident. Okay, so did they? Uh, how? You know, maybe we should have Amanda on. Well, but, yeah. But, I mean, I can but honestly, I mean, how did they do with dad not being around? Right. So um, now I, I don't have the best memory, so I can't tell yeah. you everything. I mean, I can speak to that, the, too. Uh, let me tell a couple of things about this. Number one, we got really lucky because Amanda has great family that lives in Decor as well. And so um, my girl stayed with her older sister for a whole week straight. Okay. And they knew. They made some comments that night that, oh, dad's, and they didn't understand it. And uh, the sister was saying, well, um, he's in the hospital and man is there and, and, and the doctor is going to help him. And so they knew something wasn't right. Right. They don't have the whole idea. Um, mm-hmm. If you're looking at Facebook, there's a post on there um, near Christmas time. And I'm actually still in a wheelchair at that point. That was the first time I saw um, the girls. Oh, wow. 
Yep, and I don't remember. Yeah, right, right. You don't. Yeah, memory. But that was their first chance to see me, and I think it was a huge deal for them um, to come up and see me. I know that they came to lacrosse um, when I was there, and they didn't get to come see me, and it yep. really made them upset because they couldn't come see their dad. Right. Um, and so it really made them really sad. So it was. Um, you know, they were young, so hopefully they won't remember it. Right. As well as Jason and I are going to remember it, yeah. mm-hmm. but it did affect them, absolutely. And to be fair, in lacrosse, there's probably only a, a half dozen people that actually got to saw him at any point when he was in lacrosse. That was locked down by choice, and mainly because when you have a TBI, you don't want to overstimulate. Right. And so we didn't want to have a bunch of visitors and all because I have no doubt he could recognize voices. Right. You know, um, and, and so you start what getting did, fired up. I mean, he knew who I was. What, what did he do? Roll his eyes when you started talking? No. No, <laughs> no it's not even that. Yeah. So, like, well, there is but, one story up there. So the first day or the the, the Saturday, the, the, one week later, right. I was going up to Minneapolis for a deal that that I had, had told my kids I'd take them to and – and mom and dad said, just, you got to do it. And I said, okay, that's fine. Because they needed some normalcy too. Right. And so I was staying in lacrosse that weekend. So I went in to check in and see him. Well, my parents weren't in the room with him yet, but he always had a nurse with him because someone had to be with him to keep him from fighting and, and ripping stuff right. out. So anyway, she, I, I, I walk in, she's like, oh, well, who's this? And I'm like, oh, and he looks up and goes, oh, that's my brother. <laughs> like, hey, cool. He knows who I am. Right, right. And she goes, well, okay, well, what's his name? And he goes, um, 9.2. <laughs> and, and she's like, oh, well, what's your name? 9.1. <laughs> so it, is he older? Yeah. I thought that. You you gave him the bigger number, so I wondered if he was older. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but that is, it sounds like you two. Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, okay, so you're back. The, the other big moment to me was um and i I probably shouldn't give this away but jason kind of hey saturday's a big day yeah uh jared's going back to work but don't say anything and uh um what was that like to get yeah so you're back on the road now yeah so he is the trooper with an attitude again (laughs) which is a great song that i'm gonna play anytime yeah yeah so i so if we just think, oh, Jared uh, was off of work for 435 days, and bam, he was just right back. That's not, not how. No, right. that's not how. It I did out. a ton of work. So the the Iowa State Patrol is an amazing, amazing company, and they are well employer, great, yeah, employer, yeah, and they are great to work with. Great to work with. Um, and so I was on light duty for with them, alternative duty for six months. Um. And because, as we've talked about already, my dad is a retired state trooper. He and I did a lot of training together. When I say a lot, I mean like 100 sessions. Okay. So we did a lot of work. And so once I was back to full duty um, with the state patrol, uh, we did training for like two weeks. So I was on full duty. I was ready to go. But like we should have done, we did training before I went back and did – and went onto the road like I normally would. So I had lots of training before I did it. And then by the time I went back to full-time duty, I'd already done all the training and passed it all. Right. And so when I went back, I truly was ready to go back. Well, one of the other things you have to remember, first off, it cannot be understated. And, I mean, there's a, a million people to thank and a million people who have done a, a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, for us to do anything other than say – how much our dad under we can't understate how much our dad did right throughout right. this whether it was being with him whether it was working with him at that point but the one of the you know in this thing i i I've, I've had the uh the epiphany of everything truly does happen for a reason even though it's hard to see it in in, in certain moments dad was an fto which is a field training officer for how many years i mean he he broke he in least, he did probably seven to ten agents or new troopers you know so i mean this was he'd done this for years right um the training stuff so i mean they would practice traffic stops they would practice report writing they would practice all the all the myriad of different things that you have to do to be a police officer and dad i mean obviously he's he 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 still works with the sheriff's department up in in winnesha county on a part-time basis um so i mean he's still a little bit in the game um but i mean it's there. And, and so that was a, a resource that we had available to Jared 
that maybe not everybody would have had, you know, it just things happen for truly happen for a reason. Well, and one of the things I will say is that I was very impressed with the state patrol. Um, I, I mean, that does, I know there's, there's a lot of pride in becoming a, a, a state patrolman. I mean, I, I get that. And, but, um, Probably in January or February last year, I was over in Forest City, and I, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's, he's a patrolman in western Iowa, and he asked me, hey, do you know that trooper in Dakota? I go, well, I know his brother, brother really well. He goes, it's going to be an amazing story, you know, and, and it really was. And, and, and that's, I think, what we can learn from this is that – you know, as a as a newspaper guy, um, I I had never met Jared. Mm-hmm. I still want to, and, and, and you know what? I, I really wish I hadn't had to write that story. You know, right. because then you wouldn't have fallen. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I think sports brings us together. That's how I know Adam. You know, because I wasn't in New Hampton when Adam was here. You know. But I knew him from sports. Right. You know. Adam Riley you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I guess what I'm saying is is that, um, you know, there's a lot of problems in the world. Mm-hmm. But when you really think about it, what makes our little corner of the world great is that when something happens like it happened to you, Jared, people come rallying. And, yep. and and like you said, you didn't know some of these people, obviously. What you're saying is something I love love to talk about. You're absolutely correct. There are something terrible happened to me, and there was more people than I'll ever know about right. reached out to help me. And do I know all of them? Absolutely not. And am I am I going to know them all? No, I'm not. Right. They cared enough, and so it makes you really proud of uh, where you live. And the people that are willing to support you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, Joe, it has been a pleasure. Um, uh, even Jason might say that. Oh, um, this has been fun. Yeah. You know, and uh, um, I do want to meet you in person. Not on the side of the road, though. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. It sounds like that might happen. So that's okay. Too. <laughs> so Let's just say we know a few places where we could meet up and grab a burger. <laughs> Not in Gunder anymore, unfortunately. So, but, you know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, keep going. Keep going, and uh, and I'm I'm like I said, I'm so pumped that you're back to work. I mean, when I heard that you were going to be on your own, and I mean, I'm like, holy crap! You know, that is a uh, that's a great story. So um, he may be hitting you up for something else too later. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. I very much appreciate yeah. it. Very well, much so. Thank you very much, Jared. I appreciate it, and I know I made you do it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 remember, Jared. Before he told me about your accident, he did tell me the score of the Big Ten championship <laughs> game. <laughs> you have important things in life, and we got to remember them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we'll take a break. When we come back, we've got high school wrestling from the state uh, wrap up from the state tournament this last weekend. Okay, sounds great. Back with more of the Sports Zone on ninety-five-one, the Bull. Right after this, Fansky, it's um... playoff time. Playoff time. Well, some of the playoffs are done even. Yes, yes. Uh, state wrestling tournament wrapped up. We've got two two uh, champions out of Chickasaw County. We we do indeed. And we've got a, a, a uh, runner-up. Runner yeah. And we've got a whole fistful of, of place winners. Yeah, especially when you um, – if you throw in the Northeast Iowa Conference and oh, the yeah. top of Iowa Conference, yeah, it, it was a pretty good uh, – Northeast Iowa did itself – Pretty proud down that time. Yeah, Cresco Crestwood had one one champion, one runner up. But, yeah, Waverly uh, Shellrock had well, they had some whatever. Yeah, but they won um, both the team title in the duels and the traditional. Crestwood finished second in the duels. Uh, Osage was, no, Crestwood got passed by inter, inter, oh in the duels. Yeah, duels, sorry. Yeah. And then Osage so the tra- traditionally got passed by for yeah. third place. Osage got second in the traditional. Yep. Um, close to mm-hmm. home. I mean, you talked about the two champions, uh, Carson Babcock, 
170-pound class 2A champion. He looked dominant in that match. You know, he looked dominant the whole tournament. Oh, yeah. You know, and... um, Oh, really all season. You know, and the the thing about Carson is he's not the flashiest guy. No, but he just gets Um, it done. Best, one of the, you know, his offense isn't bad. Right. He is one of the best counter wrestlers Mm -hmm. I have ever seen. And... um, you know, th- there's a couple little things. Uh, one, one I touched on in the paper is, is that two years ago he lost uh, a true second wrestle back in the uh, district. Yep. Meet. And you know, I, I I can still see him laying on the mat. You know, it was kind of a disbelief type of thing. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you know, I think a couple things happened for Carson. One is um, he didn't cut as much. In fact, he didn't cut Billy. Um, so he went from 138 as a sophomore to 160 to 170 yeah. this year. And um, some guys are, are okay cutting. Um, Carson likes to eat. Um, yeah, right. So, yeah. So, uh, kudos to him. I mean, uh, he won seven to nothing, a takedown in each period, and one escape. You know, yeah. I mean, he and, and you know when you're doing the three takedowns, that means you're riding the guy out. You right. know, he would have gotten if, if this would have been college wrestling, he would have gotten another point right. for riding time. Yes. So, um, the other champion is is some national playing mm-hmm. field, um, and like Carson, uh, he finished the season undefeated. Yep. Which, you know, usually means you win the state title. I think there's uh, only one guy who gets to finish the season undefeated. So, um, Garrett Rankin. Yep. Uh, great kid. Yeah. Uh, sophomore. Uh, great match. Great, yes. and Four to two, right? Yes. And I think if I'm not, if I'm remembering right, that was, uh, Garrett had a dominating performance down at the state tournament. He had to work a little, maybe, I don't want to say harder, but... Um, I think that was the – he got taken down in the first period. Yeah. And I think that was the second match at the state tournament where he gave up the opening takedown. Really? And um, I think that says a lot about the mental toughness. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, he's coached by Al Frost, mm-hmm. uh, who's got to be seriously one of the most fun interviews ever. <laughs> and um, – <laughs> You know, Al wears his emotions on his sleeve like a lot of wrestling coaches. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's their first state champion since 2012. Sure. Uh, Andy Glazer won back then. And, and uh, so really, really top-notch champions. I, I, I do want to say we got a we got a second-place finisher who I think is the second-best 195-pounder in the state. Yeah, I agree. Um, Jacob Reichs from New Hampton, Turkey Valley. And, again, I, I think he, was, he had such a good year this year. So, so Jacob went 46-2. and two. His two losses were to the state champion, right. Wyatt Palker from, from uh, West uh, Delaware. Yeah. And the kid was good. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, good. absolutely good. You yeah. know, um, but in the semis, Jacob uh, wrestled this Kinsella from Creston. Yeah. And uh, fell behind three to nothing and came mm-hmm. back and won four to three. It speaks volumes of what kind of kid he is on yeah. the mat. Well, yeah, just the mental toughness and, you know, short memory of points given up right. to future, me- future memories made right. of points scored. You know, and in that match with Kinsella, I was really nervous for Jacob because <laughs> – you know, he, he it looked like he was going to get a takedown in the second period. He had a leg. He had, all he had to do was really pull him in, mm-hmm. and he lost it. Right. And, you know, those are the things that, that a lot of times kids dwell on. At, at, you know, I should have had that one. Well, just go get the next one, which he did. Yeah. So, yeah, right. um, you know, really a, a, a fun tournament, different, very different, you yeah. know. Um I, I do want to talk about the Osage kids real quick. Yeah, because I think what happened there was 
very notable. Uh, all three of those matches are very notable. First right. off, Spencer Mooberry does get a championship. Yes, against them. <laughs> and he was not expected to. No, no. <laughs> I mean, and that's not to, to short shortchange him, but right, I mean. Right, The, the, uh, the Aronson kid, uh, kid from Union was undefeated. And, right. uh, yeah, and he, so, and he beat him. Right. You know, and so and, that was, and, that was pretty in cool. In overtime. Yes. With. A very solid takedown. Yes. You know, um, sometimes those overtime takedowns are, you know, sloppy. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, you well, know. Cause, yeah, they're tired. We're, <laughs> we're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, Nick Fox lost, but he lost to a four-time champion. Right, right. You know, and and so, wrestled I mean, pretty well. He wrestled, yeah, yeah he did. You know. He gave him a fight. No doubt he gave him a fight. And then the third of those Well, kid, that's I, the one I want to talk about, I, the Abin kid. I think he got jobbed, but whatever. Well. And I'm sure there's plenty of people here saying yes, and I'm sure there's plenty of people listening saying, no, oh, what are you looking at? Um, I thought he was the best wrestler on the mat there, you know? Yeah, but, no but, doubt. But sometimes that happens. Well, you know? exactly. And, and uh, you know. It, it, it's amazing to me what what Mooberry did, right? You know, um, just because he looked so strong in that overtime. Yes. You know, um, I, I I still and quite frankly so did Abbott in his overtime. Yeah, I I still love the wrestling overtime format. Um, you know, it, it it can it can get nuts. Oh, you know? oh yeah. Um, the, the the other thing before I forget though. And I know they're not in a coverage area, you know, per se. Sure. Uh, might be on your sister's, on the sister stations, but there's a kid from North Butler named Chet Bus. Oh, my Lord. I, I, yes. So after the, the New Hampton stuff was done, I'm like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm staying, sticking around to watch Chet. Yeah. And then I went to the bathroom, and he pinned him before he could get back. <laughs> well, that kid, first of all, he's one of the nicest kids I've ever met. Yeah. You know, he did not make it as a freshman. You're right. Um, and there's a there's a long backstory we're not going to get into, except that that pretty much somebody folded in the finals, so he wouldn't make it. Oh wow! In the districts. Wow. And he he tears through last year's tournament, but you know sometimes heavyweight wrestling is is uh you know a lot of pushing and shoving and, yeah. and you know it's more like it's sumo, sumo wrestling yes. yes sumo wrestling chet bus is like watching you know carson babcock or you know i mean here's this i don't know what he weighs 260 sure athletic as you know why oh yeah and um you know the the, the sport is in good hands there's, there's there were a lot of good young wrestlers. Oh, yeah. And then the last one I'll real quick talk about is, um, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, is uh, 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 help me out, the Fort Dodge kid, Alea. Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, not Alea. Uh, How do you pronounce that name? Uh, but anyway, what he did was he went, uh, he went up, he wrestled at 26. Right. He went up when they wrestled Waverly. And lost to Ryder Block. Yes, he did. And he stayed up. Yes. And I think that speaks volumes about that kid that he. He stayed up and, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, Ayala. Ayala. Yeah, Ayala. So, um, you know, I can't well, wait for next year. I, I say that every year when the playoffs are over on something, but I can't wait to get back there. I can't wait to see it. In person, I can't wait for the arena to be full. It's still the best state wrestling tournament in the country. Oh, without a doubt. You know, um, but I don't. You know, I know we got to get going. You know, but but we got a couple basketball we teams. We, we do. We got we got about five minutes. We can uh, talk you know, here. We got some basketball teams still alive. We got some basketball teams that put up some great fights. Right. Um, I, let's let's start with. I think the surprise, if, uh, if you look at records, is, yeah. is the New Hampton boys. Um, you know, third seed uh, in a district that was very supposedly top-heavy with Denver and Osage as the top two seeds. Sure. Um, go up to Osage, and, and, and quite honestly, the Chickasaws played the worst first quarter of this. <laughs> the one for 15 from the field. They went like nine and a half minutes without a field goal, and they're down thirty-three nineteen at halftime. Right. And you, I mean, I, I'm sitting with some friends of mine, and I'm going, 
you know, for as bad as they played to be down only 14. Yeah, right. You know, um, you know, and they come back, they cut, you know, cut it to, they got it to one in the third quarter. Osage bumped it back up to six early in the fourth quarter. And then the Chickasaws went on a 16 to five run. Mm-hmm. And, um, Carter I, I if I remember right, had nine of those points. Drake Remark had five, um, played great defense and, Nothing again. I think the Green Devils have a good team. They do. You know, um, the conferences are a little different. And, and I do think New Hampton got a little help. Um, <laughs> not help, but, but the officiating was more Northeast Iowa conference officiating. Right. A little more physical. And, and, and that's the difference between the conferences. Right, right. You're going to so, get a, a couple better shooters probably out of the top of Iowa. Right. Where you're going to get some physical post play out of the Northeast Iowa. You know, and, and I mean, Drake Weimark had 26 points. He's still playing on a knee that's not anywhere close to 100%. Right. Um, you know, Carter Steinlog had 17, mm-hmm. all in the second half. Right. Cale um, Weistikow, you know, a, a role player, no doubt about it, a role right. player. 13 rebounds, including the last three defensive rebounds when Osage could have tied it right. or taken the lead. So, really big win for the Chickasaws. Tomorrow night, they, they go uh, to Sumner to play Denver. That'll be a challenge. <laughs> yes. Uh, Denver averages 78 a game. Yep. Uh, leading scoring team in, in Class 2A. Eh? Yep. Uh, they like to run. They like to shoot the three. They do. So, um, I think New Hampton has to play an almost perfect game. Oh, yeah. But... You know See, what? They're there. They're there. You know, the third game. That's that's that matters. Yeah, you know, and the 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 same the same goes for the Turkey Valley girls. Yeah, you know, um, they're going to play Saint Ansgar. I saw Saint Ansgar. They were playing my coverage team, Nashville Plainfield. Plainfield. And I'm going to be honest with you. Before we go any farther, I'm yeah. going to give a shout out to both Sam Brown and Josh Smith. Great job this year. Absolute great job. Yeah, and and I look at Josh. He took a, a girls team that went. Uh, six and sixteen last year. Turned them into twelve and eleven this year. Right, and they uh, were on the verge of winning a few of those eleven. Right, um, right. And honestly, if they they don't have a rough first quarter, Sporter. they may come back and give uh, Saint Edgar a, a challenge here the last Friday night. And, and uh, I but was, anyway, I, I, honestly, if you back up a little bit more, that six and sixteen looked really good compared right. to previous years. Um, yeah, this true. is most wins in like fourteen years. 13 or 14 years for the Nashville Plainfield girls. Yeah. The boys got hit hard by injuries. He, if, if they stay healthy, they might still be playing. They, exactly. You know, so. Exactly. But uh, the Turkey Valley girls will play St. Anne's girl in New Hampton. Yes. On Wednesday, Wednesday. night. Um, you know, Turkey Valley that girls conference in the upper Iowa was, was, was pretty was salty. Pretty salt, yeah. You know, and, uh, I, I do think, um, you know, I, I, I would say St. Anne's is probably the favorite. They got, you know, height. and, and But, uh, you know, Turkey Valley's Carla Niemeyer is also one heck of a coach. Very good coach. You know, um, very intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of chuckle when I go to a Turkey Valley doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because Carla comes out and she's, she's really intense. Yeah. And then Chris Sullivan, the boys' coach, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, Kyla, set the bar. I'm going to clear it. I'm going to be even more intense. So, um, you know, it's good. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. Um, the last thing I'll say is, you know, they've opened up a little bit more um, some of these games for seeding. For, for seeding. And. The best part of February this year was actually having some atmosphere at these games. Yes. So, um, hey, that's all. Uh, that's where we're at. Uh, that's what we got. You know, uh, lots of stuff going on in the winter. We're coming to the end of the winter sports, Bob. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Because spring is next. Spring is next. <laughs> hey, Let's we take should... a break. We'll come back and wrap things up. You listen to the Sports Zone with Jay. Uh, uh, it's a sports zone with Bob and Rudy. Rudy and Bob, that's right. <laughs> Back after this. 
Oh, Bob, what a show. What a show. What a show. That, yep. uh, that brother of mine, not, not too bad for, uh, for talking. No, no. And, Considering and... he couldn't do it. <laughs> he struggled with that for a while. No, like 36 days. Yeah, well, no, know. that was the memory. But okay. But, remember, I was 9.1. Yes, and, and he, he was 9.2. No, I was 9.2. And he was 9.1. You know, and you know, that's but, but people but, will ask what, what you know, and he didn't. He isn't here to say this. Um, one of the biggest things that affect him is something called aphasia. Yes. And so what happens is you know what you want to say, but the brain struggles to process, to, right. to match the words up with what you're trying to say. And so, um, you know, without revealing too much, uh, without him here to defend himself, the aphasia has been a challenge at right, times. Right. So anyway, now now it was it was great fun having him here, and, and again, just to remind our listeners um, how much you love your brother. I love my brother. Um, there he publicly. is in in lacrosse in the ICU. And you did give me the Big Ten football school. <laughs> so, um, so you have to understand, I didn't see him that day. No, no. So the only thing I had was, I mean, there was people that were coming up to visit. Right. And on the TV was the game. Hey. So, so that's the only reason why I knew the score. The only so, reason I knew. You know, I, but, I, but I do, you know, in a serious moment here, which we have so few, <laughs> um, you know, I, I it's a great story in so many ways yeah. it's, uh, uh, about how sports teaches you lifelong lessons. Oh, without a doubt. 100% effort. You know, I think, you know. Um, Could we say that maybe he was down 3-0 in the state tournament yes, and came back? Yes. Um, the, the community support, the, the strangers, yeah. you know. People, uh, you know. There are people that, that offered support one way or another that we have no idea who they right. are. So uh, that that was a great two segments, um, you know, wrapping up. Um, well, not quite wrapping up, but wrapping up wrestling and yep. and looking ahead to uh, two more, at least two more basketball games. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you what, we packed a lot in this puppy. This was a, this was a big one. I mean, I'm going to be tired after all this heavy lifting. Uh, uh, me too. You know, and I'll tell you what. I, well, you get tired easily these days. I, yes, and I would like, but you know, I forgot to say this earlier. I would like to thank um, the esteemed Nolan Peters uh, <laughs> for um, filling in for me when I was down and out with. Uh, well, I wasn't out, but I was down with COVID. Yeah. I don't know. I, for some reason, you guys didn't want me talking in the mics with COVID. I. It, you know, so anyway, you're just lucky you didn't get replaced. No one, no, I'm kidding. No one, I owe you one. Um, don't tell him that, he'll get a big head. Yeah, so, uh, but listen, um, th- I, 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 we Spe- should thank us. Well, speaking of Nolan, uh, we we made our picks for uh, Daytona, uh, yes, none yeah. of none of us won. Jack McDowell won. We we didn't see that one coming, <laughs> so uh, none of us won on so that the one. money. Goes over to next year? No, it goes to whoever ho- co-hosts next. Oh, okay. That's you. Well, I love it. You win. Bob, you won. <laughs> Two bucks. Not even. Oh, okay. Pride. Pride. <laughs> you, got pro- you got epic bragging rights. <laughs> epic bragging rights. Daytona 500, Bull Pool. I, I mean, we'll, we'll just stop there. We should thank our sponsors. <laughs> thank you, sponsors. And uh, you have to do the next part because I always mess it up. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Sports Zone with Rudy and Bob. Yes. Yeah, we said it right that time. <laughs> Without you guys, we'd just be talking to ourselves. <laughs> have yourself a good one. Anything else, Bob? No, that's it. Hey, see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks.